Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Your Podcast, episode 113. I'm your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by some very special folks today. You know him. You love him. He is the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. Coupon cutie right here, dude. Coupon <laughs> cutie himself. Also, <laughs> we have the 10th wonder of the world, the puncher of walls, Dickelich himself, Richard Garcia. How's it going, everyone? Also joining us. You know him. You love him. He's probably the, the biggest heel in the bunch. The most handsomest man alive. The Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. Yeah, yeah. We, th- that's our big surprise. That's a big reveal. <laughs> also, we have the proprietors of Grudge Match Brand, the people that are near and dear to our hearts, and hopefully they're near and dear to yours, Remy Casillas and Tani Estrella. Hello. I got to come up with Hello. nicknames for our new guests. That's 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 my problem. I, I, <laughs> it takes a couple couple episodes, but yeah, we'll get them for you guys. Well, we figured if we ever got into drag, I would be Kayla Chingala. So. Ooh, Kayla Chingala. Hey. Hey. That's Kayla Chingala. so dope, dude. That's a good name. <laughs> That's I am, a good one. I'm actually really upset because that was my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. And we also joining to. us, the main event. You might know him as Connor from the Ascension. Big Con in the house. Welcome Baby. to the Pull Me Your Podcast, brother. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. How is uh how is everything going for you? Well, it's going about as good as what you guys are doing out there right now, considering we're the top two states right now, right? Uh, you're, oh, in, yeah. you're in Florida right now? We're like a tag team right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. California, Florida. The COVID disasters, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to start a sports franchise. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, and we're in the and heat, handy. brother. We're in the heat right now. Oh, we're, we're feeling it, too. It's about, uh, it feels like it's about yeah. 102 right now outside. Um, it's pretty brutal, yeah. We yeah. definitely got our own little heat wave the past couple of days. Uh, I was out. I was outside yesterday in the hot sun, 102. It's no joke. Yeah. Yeah. So we just have a couple questions we want to uh, shoot your way. We have a couple fan questions as well um, that we yeah, got from so. uh, from our Instagram and Facebook uh, fans. Uh, but I kind of just want to talk about um, what it was like uh, going from from NXT. You guys went on a, a major run. You guys were top tag team. Longest reigning NXT Tag Team Champions, super dominant. Uh, what was the like? What was it like going from NXT to the main roster? What was that transition like for you guys? Well, I mean, during uh, that time, uh, through that transitional period, like that was the main goal was to get to the main roster. That's where you wanted to go, and that was the, you know, more money and you know the bigger spotlight, and you know. So that was always the ultimate goal. So to go from NXT, which is always going to be near and dear to my heart, you know, it just, it was one of those things where, you know, it was just time to, to make the transition to go to the main roster. Yeah. You guys, which was, which was exciting um, to, of course, to an extent, but you know, that that's the goal, man. That's what you're there for. You want to go to the big leagues. That's what it is. And not to say NXT is not the big leagues, but when I was coming up, during that transition like it wasn't what it is now oh it's so, a completely different beast i feel like now yeah it's different, it's amazing times for sure um, yeah and then so when you guys were were on nxt um you guys had a certain look when you guys got brought up to raw they they, they uh, kind of tweaked your gimmick a little bit uh, a little bit how did, how did what did you guys think <laughs> about that i mean we're gonna be real here right i mean oh, a yeah. little bit 
Absolutely, <laughs> please. I didn't. I didn't. Well, know. you know what? We didn't want to have an Adam Cole situation, so we're kind of like just like <laughs> yeah, you know, just pussy, pussy footing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this time if I'm going to slap anything, it's going to be my computer, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> Please don't. I'm going to have to pay for it. Lost connection. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so real, so run that question back just one more time, just so I can make sure I can answer this thing to the best of my ability. So your, your guys' gimmick was tweaked a little bit when you got pulled up a lot to the bit. main roster. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it. Um, what did what did you guys think when they when they pitched it to you? Yeah. Um, and you know when you finally put on you know all the all the gimmicks. Um, yeah. What did you guys think <laughs> when you're standing in Gorilla, you're getting ready to make your debut? Um. Well, it 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 was tough because it's one of those things where you never want to insult the fans' intelligence, and that's one of the things I always say. And they had built a bond with us for so long that when they saw this transition, they were like, what the hell's happening? Like, what, what is this? You know, now they're LOD knockoffs, which you can never imitate LOD. They're just, they're the best, you know, yeah, you can that's... never imitate demolition. You can never imitate the powers of pain. You know what I mean? So it, but it was a vision that, that they saw and it was what they wanted. And, and listen, if we didn't do that, you know, bottom line was someone else is going to step up and take that role, you yeah. know, and that's just real. And that's just being honest, you know, being a family man, having, you know, a child and stuff like that. Like you always want you, you, you want to get to the main roster and you want to make money. And, you know, at the time you're just like, uh, but you know what, you're going to do the best you can with it. You know, you're going to try at least. Yeah. So, and it's, it gave us the platform to be honest with you. Like, we never would be sitting here and I wouldn't be sitting in front of all you guys having this conversation, you know, had it not have been for that, for that run, honestly. Yeah. You guys definitely ascended into the main uh, spotlight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we ascended. All right. <laughs> we descended real quick. <laughs> but I, I was excited for you guys as a come up. I was like, okay, a little yeah. bit of a repackage, but we'll see where this goes. Um, they were dominant yeah. NXT. Let's see what they can do on the main roster. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's I totally, I spoke to the boys about this yesterday and I, we were, I, we were like, damn, they really set you guys up for failure by doing all that right off the bat. <laughs> Like yeah. I, I was, I was wondering too if you guys saw a way past that. Like, oh shit, can we get past this, you know, dissension, so to speak, and like bring ourselves back to like tag team glory or something? You know, did you see, did you see yourselves getting past all that? Well, we tried to do that with um, with the Cosmic Wasteland. That was know, something I was going to ask was about a lot too. of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, it wasn't like we didn't try to pitch stuff, you know. Um, and then there was, you know, the whole, the whole, we were hoping to get the baby face run off of, uh, you know, when we were doing our stuff with Brazango, you know, which was a lot of fun. So, and we, and we threw pitches out and threw ideas out. And I think at the end of the day, it all boils down to one person and, and that's the mind that you have to persuade. Um, and it just wasn't in our favor, what, you know. What is that mind like? Uh, <laughs> we, we've all heard stories but i mean you've you've had yeah. some facetime with him obviously so yeah. what what is that mind like i mean he's a businessman you know he's business and you know it's his company and 
it doesn't really matter what anybody thinks or says, you know, no matter if they're like, Oh, I can be your top guy. I can be this. I can be that bottom line is if he doesn't see that it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't matter. And it, it, and it's You can only, you can only fight for so long before you're beating a dead horse. And then you're just you know? like, all right, well, they, they call me to TV. I'll be there, but you know, they don't have nothing yeah. for me. You know, I get that. Yeah. And, and that's hard, you know, because you spend all these years and all this time training and practicing and going through the grind and, 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 you know, to get to these moments. And it's just like, no, like we want more, but it did it. I think at the end there, it got to that point to where we were just like, you know, whatever, like, it's just like, it's just I like mean, your job. Yeah. And that's, and yeah. that sucks because dream to a job. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really difficult, you know, and um, I don't know if it was just being burnt out because you kind of knew what your role was going to be no matter what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was either you accept it or you just, you know, you come to work every day and you just be miserable as hell, um, which is that I didn't go that direction. I was just happy to be around my friends. I, I liked my boss. I, I liked all my colleagues. Um, but I think as time went on, I, I think it, for me personally, I don't want to speak for, for Eric or Vic, but for me, it was just like, I, this isn't what I came here to do. This wasn't what I wanted. You know, I wanted to contribute more. Yeah. You, know, you, you want to do more. That's, that was the whole point of why I even started doing this. So to be restricted was really tough. You know, it, it's tough. And I would come home on days and my wife would, you know, she's like, it's okay. You know, you know, you're, you're doing great. You know, you're providing for us and that's what matters. And, you know, that's nice to hear, but I, but I think at the end of the day too, we all have to look at ourselves in the mirror and we want more for ourselves. We want to better ourselves. And fortunately there was a ceiling for us that we couldn't break through no matter even if we wanted. No five-star matches weren't, was going to change uh, VKM's mind. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. We, and that's well, just you know kinda... what, man, it was, it was just like, uh, you did your best and what you know um what you're given and everything and it did show because it was very entertaining those things with the uh, rizongo and everything like that yeah. like during that time that was like the highlight of like the week i'm just like okay just when's fashion files on like let's, let's oh, do the this fashion files was like legendary yeah that was like, like for three hours that was oh the, yeah the, the eddie money gimmick where it's like we listen to thrash and grindcore we wouldn't go to an eddie money concert you know that was like the best and then like you know the whole funeral thing and arn anderson comes in and he's like hey buds where's catering and i'm just like oh this just gets better yeah yeah and, and you know it was a lot of fun too doing that um we had a lot of say not not so much like me um, but we would throw some ideas and, you know, it, it was more of Breezy's and and uh, and Dango's, you know, and it was one of those things where, you know, I've known Dango forever. I mean, forever. I started, I knew him since 2006. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. yeah. So he lived, like we lived together and stuff. So it was one of those things where, you know, we threw some input in and then they would throw it to the writers and, and it, and then of course they had great ideas and, but no, it wasn't, the writers were giving us some freedom. The writers were getting involved and it was a lot of fun. And then when it started getting over and it started getting some momentum, that's when people wanted to start putting their hands into it. And yeah. then it started becoming more political. And then it started really like, ah, man, then you start getting cuffed up and you're like, come on, man. Like this was doing good. This was fun. And it all started. I want to say, um, 
when when we did the one where we're pouring the log or the, the syrup on the log and um and it got it got it got great reviews right like i mean it made i think it made some magazine you know and it was like crazy because breezy was like guys 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 you wouldn't believe this and then it made them go huh and then they put their hands on it and then eventually it was like this has nothing to do with fashion yeah. so we're we're, we're going to take this to the youtube channel and then eventually it just kind of it was a bummer, man. It really sucked. You know, it, it was just like, it was doing so good. Why, why fix it? Just let it go. I call Make that money the, off uh, of it. The, when WWE-ified, um, basically, because <laughs> that's what I see NXT kind of doing lately is it's got WWE-ified oh, yeah. uh, where it's not, it's not fun like it used to be. Um, and you can kind of It's that. business now. Yeah, yeah, it's business. And like you said, like it's business, like your guys' look with the face paint, like the, the demolition LOD kind of thing looked great for yeah. toys i'm sure like that that's probably what they were thinking like how can we get this gimmick that's exactly what merch. they were thinking yeah and it and the merch was great like the action figures and stuff yeah they looked great i mean they sold great you know and um but yeah i mean i wasn't thinking like that i wasn't like you know oh, i'm getting all this merch and all this and this is yeah. great it was it's just like, wow, I'm putting face paint on what? I never, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to paint my damn face did you have to do that yourself <laughs> or did you have uh, someone do it for you well, so Vic got nicknamed the Paint Master through Dustin. So that's a big, big oh, wow. plus. Vic oh, wow. is very, very intricate with all of his details and designs. And uh, I was like, Vic, how in the hell do you do that? Like, that's amazing. And he's like, I don't know. I just stay home sometimes and I paint my face. And I was like, <laughs> dude, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's a great visual. <laughs> that's creepy number one and number two that's so awesome but he got so good at it his stuff looked amazing you know so and then me he if you ever get a chance to talk to heath miller you know he'll tell you like his impression of how i put my face paint on because i was just at the point where i'm like this is stupid i'd be like <laughs> and then i would just go out there like that was what i did and i threw some contacts in that, there, just that, right on that before, just so you know. Oh, really? Let's go. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> That's epic. Oh, I've done it. I've done that a lot of times before. Don't think I'm above that. Yeah, no. I, I mean, if I was over face paint too, I would just like, yeah, let's, all right, I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. Do this. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so you, you brought up the Cosmic Wasteland, and my vision yeah. when I first saw it, uh, I, know, I know Cody's really big into comic books. Um, I, I didn't yeah. know if you guys were, but it seemed like you guys were going for like a comic book villain type of stable. Yeah. Um, and I was really on board with it. And then it just kind of yeah. stopped. Um, Not funny. Yeah. What happened there? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Um, yeah. Cody. Yeah. He's really big into comics, obviously, because um, I think he did. Uh, oh, gosh. Well. Vic Vic is really big into comics too, believe okay. it or not. Me, I, I just I I wish I had time. I'm you know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm running around chasing my son and you know, my wife is awesome and so I try to, you know, I try to do as much as I can with my family. I just never got into comics myself personally. I do appreciate them though, because I love X-Men, you know, and I do love Batman. I look Joker's one of my favorite villains of all time. Oh, absolutely. He's probably yeah. the, the best villain of all time for sure. Oh, but is he a villain? Is he? Mm, that's the that's the real question. Is he a villain? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good question. And in other eyes, some people think that Batman's a villain. So, yeah, exactly. Man, so. I always 
rich people as enemies for some reason. <laughs> Damn them. <laughs> yeah, I always liked the the I liked the cosmic wasteland thing because yeah. I mean it. What? Yeah, you I mean you got kids watching, so it's like that whole comic book villain thing. And um, I thought it was going somewhere. I I didn't really like Cody at first. The whole, you know, what he was doing at first, but then when he when you guys transitioned into that, it kind of yeah. took off. I thought it was going to take off, but then it just died. <laughs> yeah, I think we all did. Um, you know, that that was a fight. That was a fight, too. That was, uh, you know, we'd, we'd go into the office and, you know, we'd fight um, for, for positions there and ideas and things like that. And, you know, ultimately, you know, the boss would get the text message or the boss would get to say so. And it was just kind of what it was, you know, um, I wish it, I really do wish it would have done something great because visually it looked incredible. Um, I know we were, you know, working, um, um, Callisto, um, Sin Cara and, uh, Neville. And that was just, that was a blast, you know? I mean, that was just, that was like a night off and we were just doing so, even on live events, we're having so much fun with that. Um, but when you saw the package get put together, it looked so cool visually. Like it did look like a comic book. It looked like yeah, something DC or Marvel would throw together. Through the screen, I I got that. Like I felt like, oh yeah, yeah. this is something that, this is like a comic book come to life. Like, especially, yeah. you know, the, how big you are, you just impose fear whenever whenever i see you that's why i'm talking to you right now i'm like wow this try, guy. try telling that to my wife and son <laughs> <laughs> they put me in check yeah. <laughs> that's usually how it works yeah <laughs> um so yeah the, the the visual of it looked great and the the concept i got it right away um but yeah it, it's, it's a bummer that you know there's an audience of one and if he's not on board it's not gonna go far and i wish it was I wish it was different. I wish that that was just the crazy way the internet thinks and um, the stories aren't yeah. all are true. But um, but yeah, that's 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 kind of how it is, I guess. Yeah, um, it's a bummer. It is what it is, though. You know, like yeah. it's in the past. I'm just like, eh, it's it's back there. I kind of want to <laughs> get away from the bummer. So let's 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 change it up a little bit. Um, what what was it like being on the road? Like, uh, oh, it's great. Trying to eat right, work out. Nope have family like yeah. what can you what, what what's a day like like okay you yeah. you guys wrap up a show and then go, yeah. go you can go through it if you if you if you want yeah i mean that was what you look forward to i think was the travel uh the memories the eating the you know just the camaraderie the, the you know if we stop at a bar we would drink together nothing crazy but it was uh i traveled a lot with rowan that was my ride or die right there is me rowan or oh my uh, me and heath me, Heath, and Rhino. Like, that was, like, those oh, were my wow. guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, I can imagine it was a you blast. and Rowan. Sorry. I can imagine oh, you and Rowan horrible. just blasting metal the whole the whole <laughs> ride to the next route. <laughs> just to stay awake. Yeah. Just some Viking metal. Viking metal? He's listening to Viking metal. And oh. I'm just like, what in the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> he just drives. And legit, if you're the passenger, he just drives and he goes, what? And he's just not even looking at the world. I'm like, dude, look at the road. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> See how many times we almost went off the road, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> but you got a 340-pound driver, and then I get out at 330 pounds. The whole car finally lifts up, you know? Like, <laughs> it was a freak show between the two of us. I mean, he's absolutely terrifying looking, though. 
Yeah. You know, but he's such a sweetheart. <laughs> well, I, I mean, um, looking at him, I would have thought otherwise. He's looks a big guy. Deceiving. Well, shoot, shoot story. Um, my uncle, he's a, he's a security guard at the House of Blues Anaheim. And during the NAM weekend, um, he's like, yeah, there was just a wrestler dude. His wife was kind of giving us a little bit of trouble, but I, I didn't want to mess with him. Uh, I guess he was a wrestler. He was just, he's like, Ronin, Rohan, or something like Rowan? So, yeah, I didn't want to mess with that. <laughs> nope. 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 Yeah. They clear. Yeah. Security guards wanted to talk to him. They're just like, hopefully that works itself out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just stay clear. Um, uh, any interesting road too, stories? Uh, or? Oh, I'm sorry, Byron. Oh, my bad. Like, when you guys travel, I always wonder. I don't know why, because all you pro wrestlers are still in really good shape super jacked all the time you guys work out when you're traveling because your day-to-day seems really packed where do you find the time to work yeah out? yeah so for me i'm i'm an early person i'm up at 4 a.m that's just what i do whoa i'm an early early cat still to this day i've been that way my whole life Damn. so what we would usually do and i'll just use you know i'll use roan for instance you know because roan was on a little bit of a different schedule we so we would travel together we'd book our own rooms and I would get up at like five, six in the morning as whereas Rome would get up at like nine or 10. And then we would meet up like around 12, one o'clock. We get a, like a little bit of a later checkout. Then we go get some food and then we'd go to the show. Um, so depending on what town we stayed in, but that was how, you know, you just got to figure out what works for you. For me, it was just early workouts. It, that's what worked for me. I just wanted to get it done out of the way. Um, and plus it made, it made me feel good, like psychologically because of where I was at at that time. Like I thought it really helped me focus more. Um, and it, it just, it just works for me. It really does. Even to this day, I still do it. Wow. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to wake up um, and like have the energy to be like, all right, time to do some <laughs> yoga. At, what it's, it's nine. Yoga? It, I do. I do a little bit of DDP. I do a little okay. bit of DDP. I mean, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm only like two months in, um, I, but I can, this big guy can flex, flex. I can touch my toes now, which, you know, I couldn't do before. So awesome. raise the roof for that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we raised the roof here, too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, any, any any fun stories from the road? Any any hijinks or I don't I don't think bar brawls would be like in, in the cars because you said you guys don't don't drink too hard. I had a beer with heavy machinery. Um, oh yeah, not too like maybe last year. Um, okay. we took a picture. They're like, oh, don't get the don't get our beers in the picture. So very nice guys, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to always do that. It's like one of those, like when when, when they would take photos with us, me and Rowan would just go shoulder to shoulder, and you couldn't see anything. Yeah, <laughs> or behind us. Or, yeah, so it always worked out. But no, there was nothing too crazy. Like you just, I think nowadays with everything that that goes on like you just you got to be so careful especially when you're out in public oh yeah because and you know they train you for that too and that's another thing i don't know if you guys know that or not but like when you're on elevators and um you take photos things like that like you have to be real careful because there are people it's not a lot but there are people out there that that do try to you know ruin careers and and and, and make situations up and you have to be very careful yeah so we were always pretty good we got in we, you know, we'd let loose, we'd have some fun. We, you know, mess around with people, but when it started getting to a certain point, you know, when you're talking with them and then it's like, Oh, I think I can arm wrestle you. Or I can kick your ass. It's like, tab, please. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Cause you just, you don't want, it's not worth it. 
Yeah. No. It's just not worth it. Totally. Then he could be like, Agreed. oh, my arm hurts. Oh, I had an arm wrestling match with this guy last night that can probably rip my head off. He he hurt me. I want money. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I could see how that would, I wouldn't say that to your face. Um, but yeah. <laughs> probably get a lawyer yeah, or something. But yeah. I could see how someone could come up with a story like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot of, you know, things like, oh, you know, it's just, it's just not worth it. So, yeah, when you're in, a, and you guys know, like when your guys are out, if a situation starts to escalate a little bit, you get that feeling. It's like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you just you got to. It's not worth it. There's some it's people that want to run into it, but yeah, I'm I'm like you. Oh. I'm like, I see Especially the problems. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn the other way. Walk away. Just you guys get are out of there. You guys are pro wrestlers. People want to test that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. What, what the fuck? Like, why? <laughs> why? That's my question. Why do you want to do that? Like, what do you have to prove? You know? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do they have to do that? I that's like I'm a family man. I just want to pay my bills. I want to keep my fridge stocked like anybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like that inferiority complex. Exactly. Thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, what are you looking at? And you're like, I'm not looking at anyone. <laughs> I, I'm just looking I at think- my I think it's a a thing to say like I went toe to toe with you know yeah. one of the wrestlers bragging rights bragging yeah. rights you know something that they can go home with and tell all the let buddies. them have it they you know have but it. yeah take it don't be Shawn Michaels why don't just be Shawn Michaels if anything I would want to like be your friend like that's why would anybody want to do that you know I would want to be your especially friend when I'm paying the tab oh yeah right yeah tabs on me brother okay all right yeah i i don't i couldn't imagine a a world where i would walk up to someone and be like you don't seem so tough and like want to start something like bobby said i would want to be your friend because you know yeah i would want to go i would want to go home and say i had a beer with connor or i had a beer with you know, Rowan. Someone I look up say, to. I got in a you know. fight with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. I'll, I'll be it though. I'm 5'6, 135 pounds. So I, I, I ain't even trying to mess with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything, if you're in the bar with us, you would just come pony up right in between us. Right. right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at two towers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and like a wrestling sandwich. And then Rowan would keep it real weird because he wouldn't talk to you, but he'd just look at you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love it. Keeps the KP. Um, yes. Let's see. Um, I did a little bit, a little bit of a deep dive, and I, I did, a, I found out that you are an ordained minister. Is this, is this true? Um, it is true. Yeah. I so. <laughs> this is kind of silly how this all happened, it, and I've never really told anybody this. Um, I know uh, Dusty. He was giving me some hell for it back in the day. <laughs> He's like, oh, the preacher, baby. And I'm like, no, no I'm not. This is good so one, by the it way. was the weirdest thing. So one day, I, this is no bullshit. This is what happened. So I fell asleep. I took a nap in my house. I woke up and my wife goes, I'm an ordained minister. And I go, wait a second. If you're ordained, I can be ordained too. <laughs> you know, it was. it's always like a competition between her and I, which is, I love it. Oh, that's it's like awesome. my favorite thing. Yeah. And so, um, so I, anyone can do it. I just, I literally went on, got it right then and there. Um, and then I think we had mania. It was not this most recent one, but the prior one that was up in New York, New Jersey. Um, 
I, I didn't, I didn't want to get in any trouble. So I stayed in my hotel room the whole time. So I ended up um, getting some certifications done um, to where like I can make legal documentation, like, you know, with marriages and things like that actually be um, legal, like a rubber you know, stamp, kind uh, of. a notary. I became a notary. That's what oh, it was. Okay. I, I, yeah. So I became a notary. So, so funny thing is, is, you know, when I had this whole thing, I just, um, I had the privilege of marrying two people the whole time that I had it, which, you know, was, was really cool to me. And that was Jason Jordan and his wife. And, um, and I got to marry Sasha Banks and her husband. Nice. So yeah, it it was incredible. And I, and I like, I remember the first Sasha's was my first one that I got to do. I remember Mick Foley being there and I mean, it was intense and I didn't know what I was doing and I was scared and I was nervous and um, I got through it. And I remember when we got done, it was so much fun. And when we got done, we got in the car and I started crying, not bad, but I teared Mm -hmm. up and, and, um, you know, Kristen was like, well, are you okay? And I go, yeah, I just think, I just feel like I did something really good in my life. Like, you know what I mean? And so it, nothing could replace that. It was like one of the best feelings I ever had. And then so Jason and his wife, April, um, it just, it was, I got the same feeling. It was just, it was just a privilege to do something like that. That's awesome. But yeah, so I, yeah, I became, it's, it's legit. I became ordained and I became a notary. And that's what I that's what I did with it. Okay, well, when I get married, I'm gonna hit you up, dude. <laughs> there we go. I think I think you might be onto something right there. Yeah, that would be awesome. Do I get to do it in gimmick? Oh, please. <laughs> oh, wait, it's mandatory. It, yeah, that's kind of what I was implied. Yeah, we gotta do full we keep it kayfabe for sure. And, you, know, you can do it like kind of COVID friendly. Yeah. Where you do Zoom weddings. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think actually Billy Idol is doing that right now. Billy Idol? Really? Yeah. Really? There was a Thinking outside the box. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I mean, I it is it. a nice day for a white wedding, I guess, if you're Billy Idol. <laughs> um, let's, do, uh, let's do some fan questions. Um, first one we got um, was uh, from this person named Alicia. It's a question for me. Um, they asked if I have um, a hairpiece, and um, it's, it's it's not a hairpiece; it's 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 real hair. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to uh, announce that while we're doing this, but uh, so I'm bummed out, man. Yeah, I'm no. bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 its own thing. It's. <laughs> well, you know, if it was fake, it would be a good one. So. I mean, yeah, it would be. It looks very natural. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> And if it was fake, you should always just sell it. Fuck it. Best two hundred dollars exactly. I've ever spent. <laughs> I'm just jealous because you have hair. <laughs> hey, you got you got a little mohawk going. That looks cool. <laughs> all right, and we'll get into a real question now. Um, all right, so this one comes from Manuel Reyes. He's asking uh, during your NXT run, was there a tag team that you you and Victor wish you faced but didn't? Hmm. No, I, well, they weren't really ready by that time, and it was the revival at the time. Um, they were still, you know, piecing everything together. Um, oh, that would have been awesome. But I mean, I feel like because of the live events and stuff like that, that was down in NXT, like we worked with everyone Enzo and Cass, um, the Vaude Villains. Like, I mean, we, it, we were, damn, we didn't have a day off when we were trying to, to help, you know transition the tag team department in the nxt because we were the i think we were the first tag team um and then we had to start throwing people together and at one point 
Dawkins was actually, which this is just, you know, information for you guys to know, is that Dawkins was actually tagging with Big Cass before Enzo. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That would have been an interesting pair. They were trying to fill that little thing out right there. Of course, obviously, it worked out for both parties in their own, they went their own different directions. But yeah, yeah, there was a lot of like throwing stuff together, seeing what stuck, what didn't stick. Um, So I'll tell you who we did enjoy really working and, and, you know, I talked to Vic about this and we've done a few together and it was a lot of fun working, um, Hideo and, um, Finn. Oh, that must, yeah. I can imagine that. I, I love yeah. smaller guys and bigger guys fighting each other. I think that's just a of really course, good dynamic. David and Goliath. It's yeah. like the greatest story. Yeah. You know? and, and so we, I think that we loved each other so much and we had Drake as our referee. Like we always had Drake. Nice. And so, yeah. And so even when we did live events, it, it was a rib because we get in the ring and I look around and I'd be like, Jesus, how old, who's the youngest here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like, I mean, there's just like, so there's just like, it's like a bunch of men in there, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but it was so much fun. And I think we did like a six or seven month run and that's, you know, with live events and, it really brought out the best in all of us, you know, like, of course, you know, Finn and Hideo having their Japan experience and things like that, that helped us. Um, of course we knew the WWE style. So we got, we were able to help them transition still to keep their stuff. So it was just, it was just real compliment. Like we just all meshed really well. We got along, you know, so it was a lot of fun, man. It, it was a blast. That's that, the one, that's probably the one feud I do miss. That's awesome. Um, did you like, uh, was there anyone that you didn't like working with? Not to put anyone on blast. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I mean, it doesn't matter at this point. Like if you see someone on the, you see, you see, you see the rundown, you're like, oh, does it God. really matter at this point? Come on. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> it's not that I didn't like working him, but I was always afraid that I was going to hurt him. And that was Enzo. Oh. Um, and <laughs> Enzo's a great guy. I, I know like all the stuff that's out there, there's like, you know, some speculation and stuff, but I'm telling you, Enzo's a good dude. If you really get to know him. Um, and I'm going to speak just for myself, but I really enjoyed him. I would just, my biggest thing is I would tell Vic all the time. I'd be like, Hey, do me a favor. Please stay in there for Enzo because I don't want to hurt Enzo because I've done stuff before to where I've hurt him and I barely even did anything. And I'm just like, Oh no, like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So, um, and I like him too. So it was one of those things where I just, I just didn't want to hurt him. Like I didn't want the reputation and I just didn't want to, I didn't want to hurt him. Like like hurt him. Like, um, as far as like physically, like doing. Yeah. Okay. Cause like maybe you'd give him a power move and he wouldn't know how to take it. Right. Okay. Yes, that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's just, and you've seen some of Enzo stuff. Like he, he's, he sometimes he can be his own worst enemy. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't mean that in a bad way. Like he tries to do everything above and beyond. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like he gives himself out. There's always an effort with has, him. But sometimes it backfires on him, and then he hurts himself. Um, and then if you're, you know, if you're, 
there it's just like you could be guilty just by being there yeah yeah so i was sense. always afraid of that but i love him to death but i just was afraid i would always hurt him so I, that was the one it's, i never disliked working anyone that but i was very cautious with certain people kind of like stressful it can be actually yeah mm-hmm. it, it's brutal <laughs> it's brutal yeah <laughs> i could see that because i always when i watch enzo work um he's a smaller guy not like super yeah smaller now he's not quite as athletic as the other small guys too, and I noticed just by the way he moves. Um, and it always <clears> that's why when he knocked himself out, I was like, "Dude, this guy's going all out without like." Yep. And that's athletic. just him trying to put on a good show. Uh, right. But- yeah. All love and respect. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You have to respect it, you know. And it's just. Uh, and here's the funny thing: if you ever get a chance to talk to him, he'll tell you like he's not. He'll tell you he'll. He's like, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm not the best wrestler, but I can talk. And that is one thing that guy is a master at. Yeah. And Dream loved him for that because he could speak and he was so good at it. What was Dusty think, like? Like any any good Dusty stories you got? Oh, he's amazing. He um, seemed like I love the nicest Dream. guy. Yeah. Yeah, if you stay on his good side. But I, I imagine <laughs> that's anybody. Um, so I'll tell you a quick little story. I thought was pretty cool because you know, I I saw Dusty made this list. This is when FCW was running. And and at this list, at the end of the day of practice, what you would do is you would put your name on there. And then Dusty, excuse me, would take the time to sit there and talk with you over whatever it is you want to talk about. Gimmicks, promos, whatever it is, however he can help. Just one day, I remember him being really upset. And he just seemed like he just wasn't at the happiest of happy. So I tried to pop him by putting a name on there and it just ended up backfiring a little bit on me. <laughs> and, and I, you know, it was one of those stupid names, Mike Hunt. And, <laughs> and uh, Dream, the next day we came in, Dream, he was so hot. He was so hot. And he goes, whoever Mike Hunt is, let me tell you something, baby. <laughs> you got something else coming to you. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh no! <laughs> I wanted him to laugh, and he's mad. Oh, no, shit. this is not what I want. And then, of course, like he knew who it was. That's the thing. And as we're singing promo <laughs> practice, nobody knew what he was talking about, but this asshole. And I'm sitting there, and I'm in the corner, going, "Oh no!" And my heart's beating. I'm hot. I'm just like, "You idiot! You really screwed up this time. All you wanted to do was make him, wanted him to put a smile to his face, and now you pissed him off." And um. Dream kept poking at that every now and then. Dream was like, uh, I know who it was, who did it. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, <laughs> and he goes, one of them damn vampires, that's who it was. And I'm saying, oh, no, I go, he, I go, he's on to me. I go, oh no. I go, shit. So I got up and I say, Dream, can I talk to you? And he looked at me, he goes, wow, baby. And I like he's smiling everything. Like he knew. And I go, I was the asshole that did it. I'm so sorry. And he goes, What do you mean you did it? And I go, Mike Hunt, that was me. And he goes, I know. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Man. He had me so scared. I was so nervous. And he was playing me the whole time. Oh, so but he was oh. so, he was incredible. Just yeah. I can imagine like you just shitting bricks all day, but he's Bad. he's totally working you the whole time. Cement blocks, <laughs> <laughs> building houses. That's hilarious. 
right. I know. I know you. You have a schedule, so we're gonna try to breeze through these. Uh, yeah. Who's uh? This one comes from Manuel Reyes. Um, do you have a favorite band? I like Pantera. Oh, and I grew up. I grew up in that era, and it was just. uh, I just. I've always liked Pantera. Um, Pantera will kick your ass, dude. Like that's like yeah. Those guys were great, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I love. I love Pantera, man. It just that was my 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 go to. Whether I was in football practice or if I was going to the gym, no matter what it was. Even to this day, I still listen to them. I just love them. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Timeless. Um, this one comes from one of the dead Ortiz, um, the legend. Oh, wow. the legend. Shout out to legend. Who is that guy? <laughs> Who is that guy? Uh, um, I think he made that shirt, right? That Hitman shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Literally every oh. single Grudge Match shirt. <laughs> yeah. And he right. did some art for uh, Connor too. That's sick. That's so. He's dope. amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's yeah. every shirt he puts out is every idea he has is awesome. He um, put our new logo out. He, he drew our new logo up too. Oh really? I gotta check that out. Oh yeah, I don't know how he gets any sleep. Seriously, <laughs> for real, he's in New Jersey, well, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. it's like Connor and Juan are always up. Like I'll like me and Tony will be going to sleep. Connor will be like you know res- responding to a text message. I'm like one eye. I'm like, don't you sleep? He's like, I'm an early bird. And then the same thing with the uh, yeah. same thing with Juan. He's like drawing, uh, sleeping. You know, this babe sleeping in his arm while he's drawing like some zombie shit. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. Um, he yeah. wants to know if you've had any paranormal experiences on the road, like a haunted hotel, I'm assuming. Never. God, see, sometimes I don't know how much to believe in that kind of stuff, you know. Oh, my but, house is haunted. Um, okay, so I don't feel too stupid talking about some of this stuff. So no, never no. on the road. <laughs> Never on the road. I've my wife and I have had some weird experiences before in the past. Um, they were kind of like, oh, that's weird. Like we woke up, I've heard people talking at the foot of our bed, and my Whoa. wife heard it too. And she was just like, Do you hear that? And I go, I thought that was you. Oh, and she was sitting there, and we could hear people running across our like our bed area. Um, no, I'm not even making this up. Like, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Dude. Like, there, there are there are some yeah. things. Her phone called me one night. And her phone was sitting right next to me. What? Now that is creepy. I swear that to God. Creepy. And I was like, and I, I'm not, I'm not big into that kind of stuff. But it was one of those things where I was like, well, this is kind of weird. Yeah. You know. So we've, I, we've definitely had some experiences um, that I, I can't explain. But I don't get worried. I don't get too worried about that too because, like, it's one of those things where I always think that it's like spirits trying to get your attention. If that is the case. Yes. You know, yes. for whatever it might be. So I don't know. It's, it sounds weird to talk about this, but I'm a big fan of Dr. Raymond Moody. I always uh, I always read his stuff. It's about the afterlife and all that stuff. Like, I love that kind of I want to check that, that kind out. Of thing. I feel like we can have yeah, a podcast on just paranormal activities. Oh, I love it. I oh, do love be great. it. Because, um, yeah, it, it's even more of a sell for me because me and my girlfriend have both experienced, because we live together, we both experience the same things in the house. We just moved in here maybe like two years ago when we first moved in here. Um, there yeah. was like wow. rosaries. There was like a bunch of like uh, crosses and stuff. And like, oh, we got to get all this crap out of here. This isn't ours. Um, but we should have left it up because once we took it down, weird shit started happening in the house. So, um, I mean, it doesn't help that you live across from a 
cemetery. Oh, yeah, yeah. A cemetery is my backyard. So probably it you got a cemetery in your backyard yeah it's like one of the biggest cemeteries in la too so like i'm surrounded by a cemetery yeah we got a good deal in it though so (laughs) i'm sure they'll understand yeah yeah (laughs) he's he's got to start paying rent sooner or later though (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) you might be listening uh watch tonight i'm gonna get visited watch (laughs) Um, All right. This one comes from Jack Sullivan. Captain Jack wants to know, would you rather fight two giant road warriors or one dozen little sized little people sized demolition members? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I'm intrigued by little people. (laughs) Have you seen Midget Wrestling? I'm just intrigued by them in general. Like if I see them in airports or if I see them. Like, I like to watch them sit up on stools and, like, I mean, it just, it, it, I'll, I'll take the 12 little demolitions. <laughs> that seems like fun. <laughs> They'll kick my ass, but I'm just going to, I'm going to love every second of it. Just, be, like, by the whole thing. just in there, like, uh, they have full gimmick, like, uh, what is, what is the S&M gear? Like, the S&M gear, the face paint. That would be awesome. I would love to see that, oh. actually. I'm going to book that. How do you not just book stare that. at that? Book it. Axe, smash, crush, axe two, smash two, crush two. No, li- uh, little axe, little axe, little smash. Are they, are they walking? My next question would be, are they walking towards me to their song? That's all I want to know. Oh, to um, Derringer? Yes. Please. But it's like an Alvin and Chipmunks remix I'm of done. it. I'm just going to sit right there and watch him come kick my ass. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Um, That's a good one. Let's see. Um this one comes from Richard Jacquez. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Jacquez. Um, he wants to know, uh, did you feel like you were being buried in that legend segment? Uh, that was no. The, uh, no. I don't, I don't no, know. because I'm, I'll tell you why. Because everybody likes to say that that's, you know, that was our first shot out. And, you know, we got buried this and that. But the bottom line was the fact that we came out and disrespected them. They kicked our ass and then we wanted the pay-per-view that right there just tells you that they weren't coming out there to bury us. They were actually trying to build heat on us is what they were doing, which is what they did. Yeah. You know, because people hated us for it. When we were in Philadelphia and we did that pay-per-view, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen so many people flick me off. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) Oh, it was amazing. It did its job. And I love Philly. And I was just like, Oh my Vic, they, they fucking hate us. man. (laughs) I'm looking at a lady, a lady's going like this, like, fuck you. And I'm just like, like, I'm like, Oh, me? Oh. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get that. I think yeah. the word buried gets gets thrown around, like, way too much. I, I didn't get that uh, from, from that segment either. No. Um, and you know what? I it, From a professional standpoint, I go back and I look at that and I say, I was really grateful of that because, number one, I was in the ring with those legends. Absolutely. And, no, and nobody else was. Number two, the company trusted us enough to be in the ring with them. Yeah. And number three, they let us finish that story out. So I didn't feel that way at all. Awesome. Did Vic take Was that an extra little something on that clothesline he took? Because I was watching that the other day. I was like, fuck, that's pretty stiff, man. The clothesline. Uh, was that Bradshaw's clothesline? Yeah, that Bradshaw? yeah, from Bradshaw. I didn't take it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another quick so, question. Is there a move that, like, that you, you know you're going to take? You're like, fuck, this is going to hurt so much. No, not really. <laughs> I think I'm I think a, Victor was more in more in fear of that. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I was I was a lot of meat, you know what I mean? So for me, I was like, eh, I'll be fine. I got a lot of fat on my back. I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And then uh, one last question. Um, what's what's yeah. next for Big Con? Um, are you still with in contact with anyone at WWE? Oh, yeah. Any yeah, other? Yeah. We, uh, so really quick, like uh, I'm about to become uh uh, an extra trainer with uh, Jay Lethal's Academy. Nice. Um, so we we oh, getting sweet. ready. We're getting ready to start mixing it up on uh, hopefully Monday or Tuesday. But now that we can open the school, I don't know for how long, but yeah. So yeah. Um, that's the direction that you know I'm looking at right now. And then uh, as far as contacts with certain companies go, there has been some that reached out. I think for me personally, I just kind of want to take it easy and take it slow. I've done 13 years with WWE, and I'm not in no rush to run back into another possible company that I don't even know if I'm going to have any creative control, you know? Yeah. So because of my situation and my story and probably Vic's story too, because of those circumstances, like you, you start to be a little more cautious, yeah. you know, you start to ask a lot more questions. So I'm not in a rush, you know, and a lot of my friends are jumping to TNA. A lot of my, you know, a lot of my friends are at NWA. A lot of my friends are at AEW, you know? And so it's just one of those things where, I'll just wait for the opportunity to present itself. I've got three on the table right now. I'm in no rush whatsoever. That's good. Uh, I know Vic not either. It's just one of those things where when the time is right, we'll take it. But right now, I want to focus on the students and the school and helping Jay out. Yeah. And David Mercury. That's the biggest thing because I want to be able to get back. That's the biggest thing for me right now is to be able to go back and help kids' dreams come true. Like, I got mine. That's so awesome. That That's, that's, that's really nice. cool to hear. Um, you're in the, you're, you know, taking control of your life and you're going to call your own shots. Yeah, and, and I respect absolutely. that so much. I think that's Thank so you. awesome. Thank um, you. But yeah, well, you, you guys got anything uh, to, to add? Well, I don't want to keep, keep Connor for too long. Well, selfishly, I'd love, to, we'd love to see you probably in New Japan because you guys would wreck shop over there. Oh, but oh, yeah. yes, that's far. The Ascension far. In, in, in New Japan would fuck shit up, dude. Mm-hmm. I feel like. New Japan. What about like uh, TNA or Ring of Honor or? I mean, AEW's tag team division um, is pretty stacked. I think you guys could mix it up pretty well down there and have a lot of creative control, also, from what I hear. But I'd love to. I'm an AEW hater. uh, Your resident. (laughs) (laughs) The resident AEW hater, yes. I'd rather rather see you go with TNA. Yeah. Um, For me personally, and I think I speak for Tony also. Uh, I think you would have a lot of con- creative control in TNA. Plus, you could do indie shows. Mm. So you could make yeah. bank all around. See, yeah. I like that. Okay. You're a businessman. I need you in my corner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I need you. you. You got my number, baby. <laughs> I need you, baby. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Connor, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you. It was a privilege. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll have the show out in a, in a, in a few days. Um Anything else? Any uh, social media plugs you got or anything coming up that you want to share? Uh, not really, to be <laughs> honest with you. Not right this second. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad that there's big things coming for you. So uh, we'll, Thank we'll, you. we'll definitely keep our eyes out for you. Awesome. And uh, yeah, thanks for being a guest okay. on our show, our first guest. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Have All a right. good day and uh, say hello to All right. You too. Stay care, safe, right? guys. Absolutely. Yeah, you too, man. Stay healthy. Yeah. Well, Christy and Elijah, we said hi. I will. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, brother. Take care. All right. See you guys. See you.